Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Chatterbug stream. My name is Max Roberts. Let's learn some English. Good to see you all. This is a Q&A. That means you can ask your questions in the chat and I will answer them for you. So please, please, please ask your questions if you have any today. Um, they can be about English grammar, English culture, uh, English vocabulary, anything you want to know about me. Please, please, please ask your questions. I've already had some fantastic questions in the chat, so I will answer those first. And if there are any more questions after that, I will answer those as well. Hello, Anna. Good to see you. Welcome to the stream. So, the first question was from Anna. And the question was, would an English speaker say, for example, I haven't a dog? I haven't a dog. Uh, so the full question was, um, can we use haven't or hasn't in the present simple? For example, I haven't a dog instead of I don't have a dog. Um, and the short answer is not really, um, but let me explain why. So look at this sentence. I haven't seen him today. Well, we use the extra verb of seen. I haven't seen him today. I have not seen him today. I haven't played with him in years. I haven't played with him in years. Um, there's another example. I have not, and then another verb, played with him in years to say this is something that I haven't done in a while. And it's the same with possession. So we say, I haven't got a dog. We add the extra verb in there. So even though I know that to have means to like hold on to something, for something to belong to you, but in this context, it's just an, we say an auxiliary verb. This means the verb has a function in a sentence. So you still need the possessive word. I haven't got a dog or I haven't got something. This means I don't own a dog. Um, there are one or two sentences where we still say I haven't a clue or I haven't the faintest idea. Um, I haven't a clue or I haven't the faintest idea. These are sort of expressions on their own and we only really say those sentences as an expression. We don't use it with other examples, so I don't say, I haven't glasses, or I haven't um, thoughts. We don't say that. We say, I haven't a clue is one example I can think of. I haven't the faintest idea, the only other example I can think of. But I haven't a dog sounds very old-fashioned. To me, this sounds sort of old English, like Victorian English. Um, and people don't talk like that anymore. So it's always, I haven't got a dog or I don't have a dog, instead of I haven't a dog. This sounds super, super old English. So so uh, if you say something like I haven't a dog or I haven't an apartment, it'll sound old fashioned. Um, remember everyone, you can ask your questions. Hello Tayebi, hello Arroyo, hello Michi. If you have any questions, please ask them in the chat and I will answer for you. Um, so my next question was from Elfrida, uh, and this was a really good question. It was about for, since, and until. For, since, and until. And these are all words um, to do with time periods. Um, 
There was another question as well about do. I'll come to that later because that's a sort of different word. But for, since, and until are all sort of to do with time, but we use them in di different situations. So let's start with for. How do we use for? I studied for three years. I was blonde for a year. I waited for two hours before I left. So for, we use when we're talking about time periods that started and ended, that started and ended in the past. Uh, and then we'll always use it with a, an, an amount of time, like hours, minutes, weeks. So we don't use it with a date. We use it with hours, with minutes, with weeks, with years, with decades. I waited for two hours. Um, I've been streaming for four minutes. It's talking about one time frame until an end point. Um, so I lived in London for 10 years. And this sentence means I don't live in London anymore. It means at some point in my history, I lived in London. So I don't live in London anymore, but I lived in London for 10 years. So it means from some point and then until 10 years later. Um, Arroyo, we're going to talk about until. We'll talk about it, don't worry. Uh, and also, that's a good question. Thank you. I'll answer that question as well. Um, so there is an example. We can also say, I have lived in Berlin for two and a half years. So if I add the have in there, it means I still am living in Berlin. And it has been two and a half years since I moved. So I have lived in Berlin for two and a half years. Um, I have been wearing glasses for 10 years. That means I still do. But I would say, if I say I wore glasses for 10 years, that means I did at some point for 10 years and now I don't anymore. Um, so I've lived in Berlin since 2020. That means I still live in Berlin. So I lived in London for 10 years. I, I've lived in Berlin for 10 years. I still live in Berlin. But then I can say I have lived in Berlin since 2020. Now, since we always use from a specific date or a specific event until now. So from a specific point until now. Kira, thank you for your question. I will answer after I answer these questions. Um, so please stick around if you want me to answer your question. That's a great question. Uh, anyone else have any questions? Please let me know in the chat. So I've lived in Berlin since 2020. Um, since we talk about a specific event or date and until now. So I've been dyeing my hair since I was 23. So 23 is the specific age until now. I haven't seen him since the pandemic. So the pandemic happened and from then until now, I haven't seen him. I've been waiting for him since 11 a.m. I've been waiting for him since 11 a.m. So that means um, from 11 until now, I am still waiting. So since is like unfinished. For, we use for things that sort of finished. Since, we use things that are unfinished. So I dyed my hair for 10 years. That means I don't anymore. 
I've been dyeing my hair since I was 23. That means I still am. And then we have until. I will wait for him until 12.30, but then I will leave. So until is sort of like the opposite of since. So since is from then until now. Um, and until is from some point in the past until another point. So it's the end point. Since is the start, until is the end. So I dyed my hair until summer last year. This means I don't dye my hair anymore. I lived in London until 2020. That means 2020 was the end of my time in London. I studied at Warwick University until 2010. That means 2010 was the end of my time in London. So four is like a block. Since is from then until now. And then until is from some point, and then it ends at another point. So until is the end. Very good. Elfrida, you were also asking about the word do. Now do, I'm going to do a special stream on because it's really, really difficult. So do you think that it will rain today? Why do English people say do? What did you do today? Why do we use do differently here? What do you do for a living? Why do we have do twice in a sentence? Um, I will explain this in a whole stream. I have already scheduled it. The stream will happen on Monday, hopefully. So um, yeah, check out the stream on Monday if you want to understand the word do, because do is a bit difficult. My last question sent in before, and then I will answer Arroyo's question and Kira's question. If you have any questions, you can ask in the chat. So. First question, uh, the last question before I answer those is what is the difference between wait and hold on? So you've probably heard both of these wait and hold on. Um, and they do mean similar things in certain circumstances. Let me explain. So, first of all, I should say wait has more uses. The wait was long, uh, the wait was long three hours. The wait was long three hours. That means I had to wait for three hours. I can't say that with hold on. I can't say the hold on was long. No, the wait. That's me standing there looking at my clock. I was waiting at the bus stop. I was waiting at the bus stop, either for the bus to come or for a friend to come. I cannot say I was holding on at the bus stop. That doesn't make sense. Um, wait, don't leave without me. This is a command. This is telling someone not to leave because I'm not ready yet. Wait, don't leave without me. And hold on is used in the same way as this. So wait, don't leave without me. Or hold on, don't leave without me. Wait, I'm not ready. Or hold on, I'm not ready. So these are sort of what these kind of words are kind of like a command. Like I'm telling someone to wait for me, or I'm telling someone to hold on for me. And in this in this context, they can use be used in the same way. So hold on, I can't find my keys, or wait, I can't find my keys. Here they really do mean the same thing. Hold on, I can't find my keys. That means don't leave yet, I'm still looking for my keys. Or wait, I can't find my keys, stay there, I'm still looking for my keys. Now I will say this, hold on, 
feels shorter than weights. So if I say, hold on for a minute, whereas weights could be like hours, hold on just feels like it's just for a little bit of time. Weights could be a little bit of time or could be a long bit of time. And also, weight feels more like you are waiting for something else to happen, whereas hold on means you are stopping yourself from doing something. So if I say wait to someone, it means wait for me to be finished, whereas if I say hold on, it's sort of like me saying don't you carry on with what you're supposed to be doing. So they're very similar, but for me wait feels a bit more like I'm waiting for something else to happen, whereas hold on is like I want to do something, but I'm going to stop myself. So um, could you could you wait a minute? That means could you just wait for me to do something? Could you hold on a minute? It means don't do the thing that you were going to do until I'm ready. Good. So we have some other questions. Hello, Mafia Boss. Uh, the first question, Arroyo, until or till. Let me write that down. Until or till. So until and till. Till is just really short for until. Um, so I'll wait till he comes home. Um, it's very, very informal. So we don't really use it in writing. Until is the proper way to write it. Um, till is just spoken. Uh, and it's very, very informal. Um, so like I say, um, I waited until he came home or I waited till he came home. If I say I, I waited until he came home, it sounds like a story, a nice sentence. It's a bit more formed. If I say, I'm waiting till he comes home, um, it just sounds very casual. It just sounds like, oh, that's what I was doing, and it doesn't really matter, and I'm just telling a friend. So until is more formal, till is more informal, more casual speech. Uh, and then I had a lovely question from Kira. Hello, this sentence is from my textbook. A tall, dark, and handsome man walked into the room. Is this, is it okay? Yeah, absolutely. Let me write that down for you, uh, for everyone to see. And if you have any questions, anyone else, let me know. I would love to, if you have any questions, you can ask in the chat. That's my last question for now. So I will end the stream if there aren't any more questions. A tall, dark, and handsome man walked into the room. Uh, you can also say a tall, dark, handsome man as well. That's also okay. So, a uh, tall, dark, handsome man walked into the room. This is also okay. So, you can have the and or just without. Um, for me, a tall, dark, and handsome man walked into a room. That sounds a bit more storytelly. Whereas, if I just say a tall, dark, handsome man, it sounds less like I'm painting the picture, I'm just saying what he looks like. But it's really the same. Um, so both are fine, both are absolutely okay. Tall means obviously high. Dark, we used to say someone who has sort of like dark features, maybe dark hair, dark eyes. Um, it also, for me, has a sense of like mystery. Um, and handsome obviously means good looking. So a tall, dark, handsome man walked into the room. Absolutely fine. Um, and you mean the adjectives, yeah. So always a comma when you list adjectives. So tall, comma, dark, comma, handsome man. Um, you don't have to do a comma if there's an and. So tall, comma, dark, and handsome man. You don't have to do a comma there. Uh, some people do, um, but it's a choice. 
but always a comma when you list adjectives. So the big green friendly giant, like that. Said, Green friendly giant said hello. So this is how we do, we always do commas when we list adjectives like that. The big green friendly giant. Hey everyone, I can't see any more questions. So that's the end of the stream then today. Uh, but they were excellent questions and excellent ideas for streams for the coming week. So I look forward to seeing you all very, very soon. Thank you, thank you all for your wonderful questions. And I will see you all very, very soon on the next stream. Um, Kira, I thought Hanson should go first. Um, ah, I see. Very good. That's really clever, actually, Kira. And I can understand why. So, the handsome, tall, dark man. Hmm. For me, because tall, dark, and handsome is almost like an expression already, like tall, dark, and handsome happens again and again in lots of different stories. Like, you always see those adjectives together. He was tall, dark, and handsome. I feel like it's accepted in that order, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Um, so because tall, dark, and handsome is almost like a trio of words. Like, people always say tall, dark, and handsome. It's almost like a cliche to say tall, dark, and handsome. Um, so I think this is okay. Handsome, whether that's opinion or not, mm, it depends, I guess. But for tall, dark, and handsome, I would definitely say it sounds better to me than handsome, tall, and dark. The handsome, tall, dark man. The tall, dark, handsome man. Yeah, I think tall, dark, handsome feels nicer to me. But both are okay. Um, thank you so much for watching, everyone. I look forward to seeing you all very, very soon. Until then, my friends. Goodbye. See you.